I'm Addie Lowen. Here's your Steinbeck Online Daily News for Tuesday, February 2nd. Just want to begin with a word of encouragement. Enjoy the temperatures today and tomorrow. We'll tell you what Senior Climatologist with Environment Canada, David Phillips, has to say about what's coming up for the weekend. Let's begin with today. For many, Groundhog Day. And it appears Manitoba wildlife are showing signs of a potential early spring. Manitoba Merv did not see his shadow this morning, predicting an early spring. And Zoe Nakata from Wildlife Haven Rehabilitation Centre says some of their animals are also hinting that spring weather may be just around the corner. Some of our swan patients, they've been noticeably more active in the afternoons and hanging out uh, more by the big windows and kind of itching to to get outside. So we take that as a a pretty positive sign that, uh, you know, nice weather is, is around a corner. Further to that, she says they have two beaver patients that have become more and more active in the recent days. Nakata says beavers are not known to hibernate. However, they often stay in the den during the cold months and do not move around much. And so regardless of what the groundhog or beaver are noticing about the arrival of an early spring, January's unusually warm temperatures will not be continuing for too much longer. In a cold region where winter is king, my gosh, it's been uh, anything but. David Phillips, the senior climatologist with Environment Canada, says the average temperature this past month was nearly 7 degrees above normal. He adds, typically Steinbeck has about 40 days below minus 20 by this point in the winter, and right now there have been only 15. That is all about to change. After the groundhog won't see his shadow, he'll think, okay, uh, winter is um, over, and you're going to be seduced into thinking that's the case, and then all of a sudden, the polar vortex is going to arrive. If the forecast is to be believed, Phillips says temperatures next week could be about 14 degrees below normal. Unlike the balmy conditions southeastern Manitoba has enjoyed for the past three months now, Phillips expects February's temperatures to be about average. I'm Connor Gerbrandt. And now to today's COVID-19 case count numbers. Public health officials have confirmed as of this morning there are 83 new cases of the virus in Manitoba. Of those two are in the Southern Health region, though none of them are in Steinbeck. The province is reporting no new deaths today, but that is due to a data reset. An update on deaths will be reported tomorrow. Meanwhile, the outbreak at Rest Haven in Steinbeck has now been declared over. And dozens of tickets were issued last week as part of COVID-19 enforcement efforts in our province. With more, here's reporter Shannon Duick. According to the Manitoba government, 56 tickets were handed out. Of those, 14 were for not wearing a mask in an indoor public place and 31 for gatherings in private residences or outdoors. The province has not specified whether any of these tickets were in relation to an indoor service held on Sunday by the Church of God Restoration. Chief Provincial Public Health Officer Dr. Brand Rusin says an event like that compromises our ability as a province to get back to the things we miss and love. Things like this just put us all at risk. So so it's not enough to just assess your individual risk and make a decision on whether the risk is outweighing the benefit for you. Um, The... uh, the, the issue is it puts us all at risk, and that's why we have these public health orders. RCMP have informed us that they are aware of the service that took place at the Church of God Restoration and that the matter is under investigation. I'm Shannon Duick.
And meanwhile, the Manitoba government announced today it is extending the province-wide state of emergency. It should be noted that the state of emergency is not the same as the public health order, which is set to expire on February 12th. Under the Emergency Measures Act, the state of emergency helps reduce the spread of COVID-19 and helps to protect Manitobans. The state of emergency was first declared on March 20th of 2020. Ron Schuler is the minister responsible for the Manitoba Emergency Measures Organization. He announced today that the extension took effect this afternoon at 4 p.m. and will last 30 days. And a motorist traveling through the arm of Springfield had a lot of explaining to do after he was pulled over by the local police service this past weekend. Connor Gerbrandt has that story. Officers patrolling the Springfield region on Sunday flagged down a vehicle on account of an invalid registration. After speaking with the driver, police discovered that not only was the individual suspended from driving for life, but they also had a lengthy criminal history and were in violation of their probation orders and many other release conditions. Officers then observed a firearm and ammunition laying loosely in the back seat, both of which had been stolen. According to police, the driver was arrested for possession of stolen property, as well as various firearms offenses. The individual is now in custody, awaiting a bail hearing. I'm Connor Gerbrandt. And now for some exciting news from the community of St. Agath, as there are plans in the works for a multi-million dollar upgrade to Cartier Park. With more, here's reporter Shannon Duick. Christy DeRockney with the St. Agath Community Development Incorporation says the park has been renamed Cheyenne Park. She tells us about some of the enhancements they are hoping to add. So it includes a swimming pond, um, some new service campsites, and potentially some seasonal campsites as well, and updating some of the equipment in the park, such as uh, play structures, um, new washrooms and showers, um, a few upgrades to the baseball diamonds as well. DeRockney says this multi-year phased plan could cost in the neighborhood of $2 million. She notes they'll have to determine where this money will come from, but is hoping to receive some grants and do some fundraising. I'm Shannon Duick. Now let's head down the 59 to St. Pierre, where Youth for Christ is celebrating its 25th anniversary in that community. Dan Druin is the director of Youth for Christ in St. Pierre. He was the program coordinator up until last year when he got promoted. He took over the leadership role in the center, working full-time at the beginning of 2020. He notes the people that came before him made a big difference in his community. I had an incredible mentor, the previous director. Her name is Wilma Arnold-Hubert. She has long-standing history in the community and has spent a lot of years, her and her husband both, just building up really good reputation. And so when she actually took over directorship after John Enns, who is the one who, who started the Youth Center, she has just worked tirelessly to, to grow the reputation of Youth for Christ in St. Pierre. Duran says this past year has been very difficult as a result of COVID-19, but he notes they have been finding creative ways to connect with their youth and support them in whatever way they can. And here's one more celebration story. After having been missing since last night, Marie Ballou of Stuartburn has been found. Earlier today, the Morris RCMP began searching for the 72-year-old woman after she was noticed missing from her home. Police now confirmed Marie has been safely located and thanked the public for their assistance. For details on these stories and more, including photos, full interviews and video, go to steinbeckonline.com. I'm Addie Lowen.